0: The article I'm going to talk about today, um, hello, this is Dr. Gwen and Happy May Day. It is May 1st, 2015, is about women, especially young women, and heart disease. Um, this actually came out of the New York Times and I wanted to share it. And the author's name is Jean Brody and so I wanted to just share some of this and add my thoughts. Um, you know, heart disease is, is often thought of as a man's disease, uh, but it, it actually affects many women. Though many women uh, tend, to, t- tend to develop and die from it about 10, 10 years later, so they may have it starting, but it, it's a long-term effect of heart disease. Coronary mortality rates have defined, declined overall. There are signs that the disease is potentially fatally consequences that is increasing among young women. Um, she talks about a 2007 study in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, which referred to the rise in cardiovascular risk factors among young women as a leading edge of a brewing storm so and that's you know that's eight years ago. So this is we're really trying to raise the consciousness that women focus so much on breast cancer, which is indeed an issue, but um, heart disease is the number one killer. Um, only slightly more than half realize of these women realize that heart disease is the number one killer according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Most women in the U.S. die from cardiovascular causes, heart disease, and stroke than from all other cancers combined. Numerous campaigns by the American Heart Association and other organizations have helped raise awareness among women Um, But the the symptoms for women are typically much more subtler than they are in men. Even if women believe they're having a heart attack, 36% of the women don't call 911. And that's because we've been so socialized to identify the male symptoms of the crushing chest, um, which is, you know, seen in many of our commercials on TV as it's been marketed towards men particularly white men women are more likely to wait when they have symptoms and when they get to the hospital say they may have indigestion but not chest pain which um, is often then not diagnosed correctly in the ER so this is a major issue so rather than crushing chest pain women in a heart attack situation often experience discomfort in the neck jaw shoulder upper back or abdomen dizziness, nausea, right arm pain which you know we taught people to think of left arm pain, shortness of breath and sweating or unusual fatigue. Almost two-thirds of women who die suddenly of a heart attack had no prior symptoms. This actually happened to my mother-in-law. She had a heart attack on a Friday and was dead on a Monday when she was only 75. Doctors, and she she had no history of any heart disease, doctors often failed to take a women's risk seriously and treat it aggressively or to provide adequate recommendations for prevention. This is especially true for young women, and this we're seeing heart disease increasing among women between the ages of 29 and 45. Stress, for example, is a known, though not often cited risk factor, and the youngest women in this country are more stressed than ever. They're always on and self-comparing. Smoking. Marijuana as well as cigarettes contributes to a coronary risk. And while smoking has declined among older women, young women are the ones still smoking. And women who are birth control, birth control pills who smoke are especially at risk. Two other major factors: obesity and diabetes, which is in um, much more of a concern nowadays. Especially among Hispanic women born in the U.S., half of these women develop diabetes by age 70. So we're good at treating heart disease, but we're failing at prevention. A particular unmet need is prevention at younger ages, the subset of women less likely to undertake preventative behaviors. So this is kind of an awareness that we need to get out into our public when women with high levels are of arterial excuse me of artery damaging LDL cholesterol are prescribed statins the treatment often provides false reassurance that the drugs can compensate for poor dietary choices and sedentary life which is a good point and I think that's in men and women is that we think we see that you know the statins is the magic drug but that's just a um, to maintain to help with the cholesterol but that also is a need to have exercise and uh, change in diet. So a diet rich in fruits and vegetables, which contains natural antioxidants that statins don't provide is more important. So is getting regular aerobic exercise, spending time with friends and getting a good night's sleep, six to eight hours. And we do know that chronic lack of sleep doubles the risk of heart disease. Coronary risk is also greater among women who carry extra weight around the abdomen, so-called apple shape. Abdominal fat is metabolically active and can result in high blood pressure and diabetes, even if a woman is is otherwise slender. So that's where that comes up with the uh, the pear and the apple shape. One's waistline is more important than the BMI. Skinny people with big waists are less likely to live long. Depression and lack of social support, more common among older women, are also often under risk factors. Social, social isolation is detrimental. Women who regularly spend time with close friends live longer and have less heart disease. Isn't that amazing? A positive outlook on life, laughing a lot, having a sense of humor, being optimistic, and seeing the glass as half full is also preventative. 15 minutes of laughter is equivalent and prevent a value to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise. Marital stress can also risk, contribute to the risk of coronary artery disease. Several factors that women may experience early in life especially to pregnancy related conditions such as preeclampsia and gestational diabetes have also been linked to a greater coronary risk years later. Additional risk factors now emerging for women include migraines where they have aura, and inflammatory diseases like lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. So these people need to be counseled on what to watch for, and we need to educate women, again, of all ages, that they are at risk of coronary heart disease because this is the number one killer. But then there's one other one um, that I wanted to, to share, and they talk about women are more susceptible to broken heart syndrome brought on by events like the sudden loss of a loved one, the loss of a job or money, divorce, a bad accident, a natural disaster, or even a surprise party. So it's just this sudden sort of change. The resulting intense stress reaction of chest pain and shortness of breath, although usually temporary, can mimic a heart attack, though it rarely causes one. So I hope you found that interesting, and I hope you will get the word out and start to educate yourself. Go to the American Heart Association um, and just you know, talk to your healthcare provider. I hope you have a lovely May Day and uh, that it's wonderful where you are. We're in a major drought here in Santa Barbara, which is really concerning. And we're trying to find ways to, to conserve water, which is, as we know, the life force for us all. Anyway, this is Dr. Gwen. Take care. Be happy and healthy. Bye now.